Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, ProFunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Today on the show, we're going to talk to you about real estate investment trusts. We've brought guests on the show. We've got Eric Croman as well as Rob Shigaris here. Thanks so much, guys, for joining yes, us today. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for being Welcome. Here. So yeah. great. Can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves to give the viewers a little bit of information on uh, you guys and what experience you bring? Sure. So first and foremost, thanks for having me on the show. I think I've seen all of the episodes so far, and I'm really excited to talk about trusts, real estate trusts, Amazing. and as, as district as well. So I work for Valor Capital, and Valor Capital is a full-service construction development company. We do a variety of different types of developments, and we work with investors to make those developments. So our focus as an organization is to produce the highest risk-adjusted returns for our investors while creating developments that we can be really proud about. Excellent. Amazing. So, so what's your what's your education? What's your background? Yes. I know you're a chartered accountant, but so at Valor, I'm the vice president of finance, which means I oversee the finance team, the investment team, and the project management wow. team. Wow. Yep. And we'll actually go out and we'll source and structure different real estate deals depending on the capital structure needed for each project. Mm-hmm. So right now we have about 30 developments on the go with over a billion dollars of assets under management. Wow. And we're growing all the time, which is fantastic. It's really exciting. It for is us. exciting. Yes. Yeah, so I'm a chartered accountant by designation, as you've said, and I did so working for KPMG. And before that, I studied business at Wilfrid Laurier University. Wow. Awesome. 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 Thanks so much for being here. And and Rob, how about you? Yeah. So I'm a a chartered accountant. I've stayed in public accounting practice for my entire career so far, which is coming up on 20 years. I started out at Ernst & Young and uh, went to a smaller practice. And a couple of years after that, started my own practice. So I'm I'm the managing partner of Shigaris, but I'm chartered accountants, which is a mid-sized firm in Newmarket, Ontario. And uh, along the way, shortly after we started our accounting practice, we started an investment business on the side as well. And that's grown significantly. And that's why I'm actually here today. So I'm yeah. here not really in my capacity as a chartered accountant, although that always helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here because I'm the exempt market dealer that that's engaged to distribute the securities for uh, district re- Okay, Wait. so what's what's an exempt market dealer? So exactly. our viewers can understand. Good what that question. Is. Yes. Something that a lot of people don't know about. So any any public company that tries to distribute or wants to distribute its securities to the general public. So selling uh, an investment opportunity. And generally, people think about the stock market when they think about that. And so there's okay. there's this exempt market, this area that is exempt uh, from from creating a prospectus, but you can still sell to the general public. And so, so you do not need to prepare a prospectus with an correct. offering. So the exemption specifically, exempt market dealer, ah, okay. means that the securities uh, issuers, so that the funds, that the mm-hmm. companies that are trying to sell their securities to the public are exempt for one reason or another, from issuing a prospectus, which again is this, you know, it could be a 500 page document, a thousand page document with just a, a lot involved. And the average investor wouldn't really understand too much that's in a prospectus anyways. Right, right. And well, that's so, why I think our investment vehicle we're going to discuss today, a REIT, yeah. a real estate investment trust is an awesome option. Yeah. So, awesome. so what, what is a REIT? Eric, maybe you can help us with that. Yeah, help that's help a the viewers question. understand what a REIT really is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So a REIT or real estate investment trust is an organized way for people to pool their capital to buy commercial real estate. So let's just use an example. So let's say Rob's driving down the QEW and he sees a big for sale sign on a building and he knows Mm -hmm. that there are tenants in those buildings 
And she says, well, I'd love to own that, but I don't really want to have to look after the tenants in that building. Yeah. I don't really want to have to worry about landlord. If, if the landlord. He doesn't want to be the landlord. What if something goes wrong and it needs maintenance? I don't want to have to worry about that. And the big question is, is that the right investment for Rob? And I may not have enough money to buy that entire building myself. That's exactly. Another house. That's the point. Yeah. So what a REIT does and, and district REIT <laughs> is it pools individuals together who have a similar investment goal of buying commercial real estate. So perhaps I'm one of those people and Jordan is one of those people and Carmen is as well. And we hmm. pool our funds to actually invest in real estate. That's right. But it takes care of a couple of other problems as well. We have a property manager in the REIT. So they look after the building, all repairs and maintenance, and then try to prove the value of the building. And we're also taking care of the tenants, making sure we're extending contracts, trying to creating get quality value. tenants. Yeah, creating mm-hmm. value for the building. So it's a way for um, anyone who's driving down the street who's looking to be in commercial real estate to invest and to do so in more of a risk adverse way. So so basically it is owning a portfolio of real estate and it's individuals being able to come in and each investing a portion, or it could be 25,000, 50,000, 100,000, a million, but everybody can buy units and actually participate in ownership of these amazing properties that you would never really be able to do on your own. Exactly. I mean, million so dollar properties. It's right? really creating the opportunity for people to invest and own, have actual ownership in a portfolio of commercial properties that not only make month rent from monthly rental, but also the appreciation of that underlying body of assets, which yes. is all the different buildings. And we know what real price. estate is doing. And the pay down yeah. of the mortgage and everything along with it. And the, yes. if I can too, REITs are, are not just commercial real estate. You could have a REIT that's a blended REIT, like I believe yours is, where you could have uh, commercial real estate in the same REIT as industrial real estate in the same REIT as residential real estate. So you yeah. can have a mix. So it's it's really nice way to be able to... And that's exactly it. So district property trust. Yeah. And that's a great point, right? To, yes. to talk a little bit about what district is and what they can offer. Well, that's it's a, a new, little bit different. A new vehicle that has been... It's part of the ProFunds family and it's just been recently launched and it's district property trust. And it is a diversified REIT. And as you were saying, it's a combination of multi-residential, uh, commercial, and uh, industrial. And it's it's an amazing vehicle because now you're mitigating the risk exactly. when you're spreading it out a bit, right? And if I can too, there's a couple, like a lot of people might, if you've heard the term REIT, you've probably heard it because there are public REITs out mm-hmm. there. So there are a number, mm-hmm. uh, actual, a large uh, number of public REITs, both in the United States and in Canada. So a, a real estate investment trust is just a structure, a legal structure uh, that is tax efficient and commonly used to hold a pooling of investments. And oftentimes, real, obviously, with a real estate investment trust, it's real estate based investments. So mm-hmm. your your uh, REIT, the one that we're talking about, district property trust is. Uh, is a private REIT. And there are some advantages to private REITs versus public REITs because of the lack of the fees that, that chew up the returns to the investors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a difference in scale. So the public REITs are often quite large, hundreds of millions of dollars and, and even billions of dollars, depending on which one you're looking at. Mm-hmm. But private REITs uh, can be a little bit more effective and obviously management's key. And that's where you guys... Well, we have to go to break, but uh, just hold that thought and we'll talk about what the returns are and what the benefits are. So don't go away. We'll be right back. If you'd like more information about investing in real estate or have any questions or comments, check us out online at profunds.ca. While you're there, be sure to view our other episodes filled with great real estate knowledge. 
briefly for the tax yes. nerds that are watching, uh, a, a return of capital is a deferred capital gain. So what that means, it does not get taxed at the time that you receive it. It does not get taxed as interest. It does not get taxed as dividends. This is Carmen. Welcome back to 30 Minutes to Wealth. We're just diving into a conversation about real estate investment trusts and specifically district property trust. Eric, maybe you can uh, elaborate on that a little bit more. Yeah, well, first and foremost, Carmen, you've had incredible success in real estate. And I know you're one of the founders of District REIT. Yes. Can you give us some background on how it all came about? <laughs> well, I've been investing in real estate for many years and, it, and it's Obvious, it's my passion. I've been doing this for a long time and really I love it. And acquiring real estate, um, has been one of my major milestones in my, in my life. And I really wanted to share that with our investors. Um, currently we have the mortgage brokerage and, uh, we have a lot of our investors investing in mortgage investments. And this is a great way to diversify. So we can offer investors not just a mortgage investment, but also potentially, um, having interest in our REIT, which means our investors get to own real estate with us together. And the amount of real estate that comes our way and deals because we've been in the industry for so many years, it's incredible. And there are opportunities that you don't want to turn down. So power in numbers. My theory is power in numbers and we can all be successful together. We also have the development arm, which obviously you're with Valor. Mm -hmm. And we have many projects that we're building currently that are being built specifically for the REIT. So we have brand new, beautiful real estate that is fully leased going into the REIT. And that's really the edge in the market that we have. So the product that we have is superior. And, and really that's what it is. It sounds like the investors have always been top of mind when making these types of decisions. 100%. Yeah. Sure. 100%. So at this point, I think we should touch on what are the returns? Yes. So maybe, money. <laughs> maybe Rob, you can jump in and start talking about how can our investors make money? How can we do it together? Sure. So uh, a real estate investment trust and specifically district is, is putting, buying real estate that, that is tenanted and, and, uh, is collecting monthly rents. That rental income provides cash flow into the real estate investment trust. It has expenses obviously to pay, but the, the cash flow that's left over is able to be distributed to investors in the REIT in something called a return of capital. It's kind of like a dividend or interest, but it's different in the way that it's taxed. And so basically what you're saying is the rental income that the buildings produce in this portfolio is able to be passed down to the investors who invest in that. They get to receive in, in the form right. of a monthly. And also, I want to mention about yeah. that the debt on the properties are low as well. Mm -hmm. So when people are investing in this vehicle, they're not highly leveraged real estate assets. So we have, mm -hmm. you know, really moderate mortgages. The the balance is is equity and therefore it mitigates And the equity, so risk. when somebody invests, that equity is their investment, right? So if mm -hmm. I were to invest $100,000 in the REITs, that $100,000 goes into a pool of, of excess cash that is then used for the down payment or the improvement of an existing property, mm -hmm. right? So down payment of a new property or, or improvements so on an existing. What's the cost? Let's talk about the cost so our viewers understand the cost of of getting in, what the minimum investment yeah. is, that type. So, and we just talked about returns, didn't really touch on it. The the targeted return, and it's important to say that, but it's a targeted return of of six and a half, seven percent that is going to be paid out of 
district property trust. And uh, monthly. And monthly. It's a it's a monthly distribution. The the taxation, which we're not going to get into here too much. It's very complicated. It is very complicated. Taxes are complicated, period. <laughs> really briefly for the tax yes. nerds that are watching, uh, a, a return of capital is a deferred capital gain. So what that means, it does not get taxed at the time that you receive it. It does not get taxed as interest. It does not get taxed as dividends. So it this gets, is a huge benefit to the people wanting benefit. to invest in the REIT. And specifically, uh, very recently, the 2018 federal budget just came out. Yes, and a lot that of small, was interesting. A lot of small business owners were on the edge of their seat to see what was going to happen to the passive investment rules for small mm-hmm. business corporations. Mm-hmm. And I'll just leave it nice and short. The the rule that was passed makes the returns that are paid out of a real estate investment trust, a private real estate investment trust, very beneficial to small business corporate owners. Thank you. I applaud that. So the the six and a half to seven percent target is fantastic, but there's one more element to that. That portfolio of investments will also be appreciating in value because it's based on real real estate. So as the markets continue to go up, the real estate will also continue to grow up. So there's also a targeted 3% return appreciation per year once you invest in the REIT. And that, that appreciation is is kind of twofold too, isn't it? Because you've got the pay down of the mortgage. So Carmen, you mentioned the fact that these properties are going to be purchased with a uh, 50, 60, you know, percent loan to value. So, yes. so if a building costs a million dollars, the mortgage on it might only be $600,000. The equity from the investors is going to be 400,000. And that means that over the next five years, that mortgage is going to get paid down from 600 to 500. And the equity is going to grow. And that creates equity in the REIT. Yeah. And so the investment holder of those units, uh, benefit from the pay down of the mortgage and, as and well. And we as all know what yeah. real estate has been doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It just keeps appreciating and specifically income property. We've got to be so careful not to, you know, get investors expecting the history to be repeated too. So the the real estate boom that's just gone on very well, very likely won't be repeated, but it's, it's almost impossible to think as the Canada, as Canada grows, as Ontario grows, that we won't get at least a an inflationary rate of return on the on the well, and that's why we're saying it's only three percent. Right. So three percent makes sense. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. We want people's expectations. To be so aligned. it's moderate. It's yep. right. So yep. there are a lot of investors out there who may be contemplating taking on a smaller project on their own, and this is on a much larger mm-hmm. scale. And one of the things about district read is the professionals we have behind the scenes who know how to extract value out of existing buildings. They know how to attract the right tenants. They know how to extend leases. They know what types of repairs and maintenance will add value to the buildings. And even, you know, regardless of market conditions, there are always strategies that we have at District REIT, which will help create value to those buildings in that underlying set of, of properties. And that brings up the discussion, uh, Jordan, about risk. Right. Everybody how, wants to know what's our risk. How investing in a REIT, how and, does and that I, mitigate risk, right? I think what's this security is huge. So one of my jobs as the exempt market dealer, and, and I've got a number of staff and, and assistants that help with uh, the sale of the security. So when investors interested in investing, uh, they can either contact District REIT or they can contact me directly. And there's a, there's a link through your website to come to Leah. Yep, and Capital. it's districtreit.ca. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the investor can contact us. And what will happen is our dealing representatives, the licensed agents to be able to sell these securities, we'll screen them to make sure that this is a suitable investment, to make sure it's appropriate given their circumstances. There right. is a minimum investment of $25,000 in your REIT, which, which right. is set up at a $10 per unit purchase price. So mm-hmm. you can purchase 2,500 units at a minimum right now. That that purchase price will change over time as the, as as the, value, the value goes up. Right. Right. It's like a stock on the stock market that, that can change. Um, 
And so it's important to make sure that the investors understand what they're doing. And risk is huge. So the difference between a pooled investment versus buying an investment property on their own, the investor might think, well, if I buy the property on my own, I get rid of all those fees that might be going to the property managers. But anything that happens to that one building, the risk of that building represents 100% of their investment. And so in a pooled setting, like a REIT, where you might own this REIT, you know, if it owns 20, 30, 40, 50 buildings, if one thing goes bad in one of those properties, if there's no tenants, for example, because the demographics of that area change, whatever the situation is, your risk is is decreased by virtue of the diversification of the portfolio itself. So, and that from from an investment dealer standpoint, that's really important because I know that the investors are not investing in a high risk product. It would be more classified as a moderate risk product. And as well, these properties are kind of all throughout um, South, Southern Ontario, right? So they're diversified in both the product type, so the asset class, Mm -hmm. and they're also diversified by geographic location which means you're not dependent on a circuit, certain market to have your properties appreciate. So not only do we have diversification in the types of products, the types of buildings that we buy, mm-hmm. but we have diversification in different parts of our markets. Right. And it's also uh, looking at markets that you can purchase at a better price. Um, and, and I'm going to talk about a cap rate, but I'm not sure if most people understand what a cap rate is, but it really determines the value of the property in that area. Yeah, so, essentially uh, the rate of return. So we're not buying downtown Toronto. Right. So now... I, I guess we gotta we gotta package up here and, and uh, we're almost over with the show. I can't believe this. There's so it's much we can talk about. talk for <laughs> another hour about this. I'm so excited. So um, why don't we summarize by talking about kind of some of the main benefits of investing in a REIT and as well as the process if, you know, I wanted to get started today. What are my sure. next steps? Sure. So first, the, the advantages of investing in a REIT. I think it's important that the viewers understand that, that a REIT is not just a REIT. A REIT is not a REIT is not a REIT, right? The idea is the REIT depends on the management. And so sure. right on. doing your due diligence on, on the various REITs is so important because there might be a dozen REITs and you might have a REIT that's a high risk REIT and you might have one that's a, a moderate or low risk REIT. And the idea is uh, the management, their philosophies, the properties that they're investing in, the communities that they're investing in, mm-hmm. sure. all, all attribute to the risk level of the REIT. And so That's district right. REIT property trust, in order for an investor to really understand, is it appropriate for them, they really do need to contact you or they need to contact my company so that we yes. can walk them through exactly what this product is and how it might fit into their investment portfolio. So the process is this. They, they contact district um, property trust and, and contact either via call or an email. Right. They can get the preliminary information and they're sent to your company, Leahona. Yep. Um, they're sent the offering memorandum, which is an uh, information package on it, yep. an executive summary, and they can review that if they have any further questions. They're welcome to ask your company or ours. Um, and at that point in time, they can make a decision on how much they want to invest. It's mm-hmm. RSP registered fund eligible. Yep. And yeah, that's important. And or cash. Yeah. yeah. Right. That, that's based on the structure. So a REIT is eligible for any kind of registered investment, including RESPs, RIFs, RRSPs, awesome. LIFs. Brilliant. Yeah. LRIFs. But really, TFSAs. Rob's team here works so hard to create a simple process. So yes. it may sound like there are several steps, but the key it's is just to know difficult. that the minimum investment is $25,000 and we're targeting a 9% total return per year. 
So if that interests you and, and you're my looking, my plan is to get more than that. So yeah. you know, so five ideas. If, going if, on. If we're, <laughs> we're gonna go with the target. <laughs> All right, okay. You guys are bean counters and conservative. I'm gonna that. It's gonna go out there and try to achieve. More, yeah, you work right? work as hard as you can. Yes. Do as well as you can for the investors. Absolutely, always. Important. So there's always. an incredible strategy in place to grow wealth for everyone. If you're interested in commercial and other types of real estate that you wouldn't be able to get on your own, for sure. and that if you're banking on a team that has so many so much success in the market uh, and really knows how to use their contacts to their full advantage, then this is a REIT that you would want to reach out to. Yes. And Rob's team will help help you get the information. Eric, and, and quickly, we spoke earlier, right before one of the breaks, about the different qualifications of investors. And right. really quickly, I think it's important, don't screen yourself out. Like the, the new rules that came in place in 2016 uh, make it so that the average individual in Southern Ontario should be able to invest in an exempt market That's product. great to know. And, yeah. and so if we've got viewers out there that are, that are thinking, well, this sounds interesting and why haven't I known about it before? It's because it hasn't really been available before. And so this is something that, you know, contact us, reach out to us, and, and my licensed uh, dealing representatives will be able to tell uh, the investors whether or not this is suitable for them. We'll be able to help them with that mm -hmm. decision, not tell them, but help them understand whether it's suitable for them and whether they qualify, and, and if so, under what provision of the Ontario Securities Amazing. Act. That's well, great. we're so grateful to have a company like yours with the integrity you have and the expertise on board with our company as a partner in this. So thank you it's so much. It's our pleasure to be involved and with this too. Thank you for coming uh, on the show. It's uh, it's such a wealth of information, and we just want to continue to share more of this with our viewers. So. Thank you so much for viewing. And if you are interested to learn more about District Property Trust, you can feel free to check it out at districtreit.ca. All the information will be on there. And we'll also direct you to speak with Rob at Liahone if you do, if you are interested in getting started. 30 minutes are up. Go create wealth. Any and all of the opinions expressed by guests on this program were theirs alone and did not necessarily reflect those of the network, the producers, or the host. Please consult a professional advisor before making any investment decisions.